This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. Suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Allie. Kiki, ma, ma, ma. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> we are currently in the middle of fake Horgasm Month, but because we also got Friday, Friday 13th. Yep. We got a horror movie. Yay! <laughs> Yay. I know. I was <laughs> I was tell, talking to my mom about it. I was like, yeah, you know, we're going to put out a special Friday the 13th. And she's like, oh, is it going to be scary? And I'm like, yeah, we're doing Friday the 13th. And she's like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> she said she can't listen anymore at nighttime because she gets too scared. We're too scary. <laughs> too scary. Oh, no, too scared. So, super spooks. Oh, it's too scary. <laughs> but I've like... Um, been watching obviously because what else do I do with my life? I've been watching horror movies like obviously in my spare time, <laughs> in my personal life when I have time, like before I go to bed, you know, like a little you know light yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's still like I still feel like I'm in the horror world in quotations because you know as I'm watching the movie, like I love to read the trivia and all that kind of stuff. So I still feel like I'm enveloped in the horror world oh good and going through instagram and everybody's watching horror movies and stuff too oh yeah you know demon knight has been a huge one that i've been seeing a lot of recently really yeah like the tales from the crypt one oh yeah yeah the one that we reviewed yeah yes tons of people are watching that movie all of a sudden i don't know why i've seen it like three or four times on instagram in the last couple days it's such a good movie it is actually a good movie. it really is really good yeah and, you know, like, we reviewed it, so if you want to check out that episode, it's, like... Please do. It's yeah, really good. it's good. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a great movie. I, I, it's one of my... Like I said during the review, I just, it's one of my favorite horror movies. It's, definitely. I, it's definitely top five. Yeah. Because it's just... It's just good. There's good so effects, many good Good horror. comedy, good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. Billy Zane, like, you yeah. know, he's amazing. Any movie, like I say this all the time, any movie that's going to unabashedly kill a child, it's tens for me. <laughs> Tens across yeah. the board. <laughs> yeah. That's like the staple of a good horror movie to me is when like you do something kind of taboo, you know, like because everybody wants the kid to win, you know, like this week we watched Friday the 13th, right? And like Tommy and uh, spoilers for future movies. We're going to spoil if you haven't seen some of them, but Tommy from, I think it's four. Yep. Yeah, he, um, played by Corey Feldman, he lives at the end. Like, they don't kill, like, they kill kids in quotations because they're teenagers. But, um, you know, they don't kill kids, I don't think, in this series so much. Yeah. But, um, 
which is fine. Like, it's just one of those things, especially because Demon Knight was, like, a one-off. And they just, like, yes. like brutalized that kid. Like, didn't he get thrown through a window? Or something? The, yes. <laughs> yes. He, he gets kind of kicked through a window yes. through the uh, magical... Yeah. Or the, the blood and blows up. Oh, it's so funny. God, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. But we watched, obviously, because it's Friday the 13th, we watched Friday the 13th Part 2. Yes. So we're going to start doing this every Friday the 13th. Yes. We're going to review a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. There's only, I think I've gotten us up to September, October of next year. And I think there's only one more. August. Yes. You're right. August is the next Friday the 13th. Yeah. So. So. We're done. I guess get ready for next next August, Friday thirteenth, we'll do part three. Friday, Friday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pay for the whole seat but only need the edge. Yes. <laughs> In a few months, yeah. Oh my god. Can you even imagine next August? Oh, what the world will be like? Oh. Better, hopefully. Yeah, right. Much better. Cause like here in Saskatchewan, where where we're from. We're um, having a spike in COVID cases again, so we're yeah. getting new restrictions starting tomorrow. There's an announcement, so hopefully at this time next year, like, we have a vaccine. I'll have a PS5. You oh, will have one, yeah. too. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of which, on our episode from, I guess, yesterday, technically, we were talking about our Twitch thing. I was talking to more people about it, and everybody's, like, hyping me up. Like, oh, my God, you guys should do it. I'm like... And then when I think about getting, like, a PS5, I'm like, man, we could do, like, you know, these new cool games that come out and stream them. Yep, yep. That'd be fun. Make a schedule. I was going through our Twitch account that we made, that you made, I guess. <laughs> Just going through and adding stuff and looking. And I'm like, oh, my God, we can set schedules and stuff. I love setting <laughs> schedules. Oh, it's fun. So yep. much fun horror stuff going on. There yeah. is. Lots of good stuff. And it'll never go away. Because exactly. it's, it's in the media, it's it's out there. Yes. Uh, yeah, someone someone made a comment saying how um, people are now, there's a majority going towards digital. Interesting. And I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't believe that for a second. I don't either. Because, yes, you have like the, you can download, you can, you know, you got Netflix, all the different streaming, streaming services. Yep. But they come and go. Absolutely. Now they have most of the Friday Thirteenth on Amazon, which yes. bonus plus, but you lose the physical copy. You don't have it. You're right. Because I looked on Amazon myself, like on the 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 market. Yep. And uh, they got a nice, you know, not originally priced entire collection of Friday Thirteenth from one to the new the remake. Yep. Including Fravers Jason in a nice box set on Blu-ray. It's beautiful. They just released that last month, actually. Yeah. That's a brand new release, the big box set. Yes. And, it and has... it's sold out. It's on Amazon now, but it was sold out for a long time. Yeah. And it's got all these extra features. They have uh, unreleased deleted uh, kills and mm-hmm. extended deaths, which I'm like, ooh, hello. So, yeah, I'm... I don't agree with digital being you know being taken over because there's people who want to collect the collectors absolutely like me. Um, no, I I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah, I think that it's um I feel the same way about like movies and games not so much I don't care that much about that stuff but books I feel that way about like I have lots of people in my life well 
like I'm making it dramatic or something, but just like my mom and my friends and stuff, they use Kobo's or their iPads to read books. Yeah. And I'm like, there's just something about physically having a book and opening it up for me. Like that's it's a more smell. right. I I I I love buying collectibles. And like flipping the pages yes. and all that kind of stuff. And I think because my day job is staring at computers all day, there's something refreshing about like, you know, laying in the tub with a candle and an actual book. You know, it's just yep. like a total reset. Yep. Yeah, it's I, yeah, I think well, I think most people at this point, unless you work a labor job, most people are staring at computers at this point just because of you know, society and the way the world's going. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's just nice to have that physical piece of paper that you can just flip open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, I... Yeah, I know you love books, too. I have... Oh, I got a good book collection. Yeah. Um, I have almost every... Now, let's count as legend... Um, <laughs> Of Star Wars. Yep. Um, I got almost all of them. That's Not awesome. Not the newer ones. I, I just saw them still missing, but all the older ones and, oh, I, I got most of them. Yes. And I want them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, really <do. laughs> I really do. Yeah, this, I feel this that. Is a big, this is a big uh, talk on, like we did like last episode with uh, Beer and Chili, did the whole yes. uh, Legend Canon versus New Movie Canon, and they're saying how the books are so many books, and I, I want to, I was going to, Call or tech you on saying, I got most of them. We should talk. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I've, I, I, just, I like collecting books. I like to Definitely. just collect and have and hold and look and like, nice. Yes. Um, like there's even like, I know they made a few different, you know, for like movies. There's a mm-hmm. movie novelization there. It's one for, I think, Friday the 13th Part 2. They know there was a, a book for it and others. Interesting. Yes. So they always kind of, have a little difference to it, which is neat to see. Yes. Like, what did they change? What did they add? What did they take away? For sure. So. Yeah, that's, um, I, lots of my books, well, that I have that are horror-themed, at least, I guess, are, like, Stephen King books, obviously. Because I don't know too much about, like, other horror books. Like, I've read horror books, but. Christopher Pike. Pardon? Christopher Pike's, uh, I think it's Christopher Pike. Okay. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, I need to get more into it. There, there's like, there's him, there's uh, Arl Stein. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yes, a bunch of course. Of the, but he did more than just Goosebumps. He did right. actually more horror. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was Christopher Pike. I'm sure. He was also, he was also named from Star Trek. <laughs> I could get mixed <laughs> up. But uh, I know he had a bunch of horror books, like a whole sure. collection. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of big mainstream horror right. novelists. Like, more, I read, obviously, I read a lot of anime, and I read a lot of, like, fantasy books. I love fantasy books. And Have you started Berserk yet? I haven't. I know. Why not? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Is it horror-y? Oh, yes. Oh. oh. I don't know. Maybe start reading it. You'll find out. <laughs> true, true. You got me there. <laughs> yeah, I need to, um, I need to do, I mean, I've read the Walking Dead series, like, they're a graphic novel, though, I guess. But those were really scary. Those really freaked me out. Books, we've had this talk before, too, is that yeah. books bug me more than movies because my imagination is wild. <laughs> so, 
you know, in my head, it's a, always a lot worse than oh, yeah. when, which I found out actually. I was watching, I was telling you about this. I um, turned on a movie on, um, where was it? Shutter last night. And I was like, oh, this movie, it's, you know, it's a nice 1980s movie. You know, I like the older sort of horror. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. So I pop it on. And before the movie even starts, there's this huge disclaimer of like, you know, like this is, you know, and it categorized as an extreme movie on Shudder. So, you know, just be, you know, prepared that it's, you know, excessive, excessive yeah. violence and psychological and like you know people have told us that it's not you know easy and it's very unsettling so just like an extra warning and I'm like man well if a horror mo like streaming service has to have uh warning before a movie it's got to be like really good so I was like in my head I'm like what the fuck am I about to watch yep and uh, as I'm watching I'm like oh, this isn't that bad <laughs> So I wasn't like, I don't know, I wasn't blown away, but I, like, it was fine. It was a good movie, but whatever. And uh, so then I Googled what are all the extreme movies on Shutter, and I'm going to slowly start <laughs> making my way through them. Nice. So, you know, that's... Uh... Okay, so I am ordering a book for you oh. right now as we speak, because oh I, I got a good one, a good horror book. Oh. It is the novelization of The Lords of Salem. Done by Rob Zombie. Um, it's, a, it's a great... It's, it's an okay movie. Okay. But I find the book is so much better. Interesting. Okay. And you want a good horror book? This is a good horror mm. book. Hmm. And it is now ordered. It is bought. And it's It'll, a book book or it's a graphic novel? It's a book book. Book book. Cool. It's a book book. Not a, not a novel or any... Or a, graphic novel or anything mm -hmm. pictures it's a novel it's a book mm. and i remember i saw it this is a couple years ago sure and i'm like oh what's this at the library rented it or you know checked it out read it i'm like this is a good book this is pretty interesting spooky. been trying to find it can't so i thought just now we're talking i went and bought it off amazon <laughs> so i um speaking of that i was what's the stephen king book that's got salem in the title oh what the fuck is it i was just watching the movie on amazon uh, salem's lot that one i tried to read the book and it was so boring i was like and i read that it was like one of the best books by him and i was like man i'm buying it i even tried the audiobook like i spent money on an audiobook Oof. Ugh. and i was i just could not get into it so then i saw they just added it on um prime the Salem's oh. Lot. And I was like, oh, cool. Tried watching it. First off, it's a three and a half hour movie. Is that long? Yep. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, well, if it's good, not a big deal. Uh-oh. <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> it's so boring. It's so boring. I remember the... They had it on TBS years ago, oh like a long, like years, years ago. Yeah. I didn't watch most of it, but I remember watching the last bit, and it's like in a mine, and there's vampires. Yes. Like, cool. Oh, my God. It was oh, so yeah. boring. I honestly, I can't even tell you how it ended, because I only got three quarters of the way through, and I was like, fuck this. The best <laughs> oh, no. part of the movie is that the wife from Die Hard's in it, and that's, oh. yeah. And I was like, cool. That's good. She's a good actress. And then that's 
<laughs> like it. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure I have it in my um, like one of my three Stephen King movie collections. Yes, you can so. try to watch it, but I'm just warning you, it's rough. Oh. <laughs> There's a fast forward button. Yeah, you're gonna be using that for about two and a half hours of the movie. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, we should probably redirect here back to Friday the Thirteenth Part you know, Two. You know, it wasn't a, a bad movie. Oh my God! Please. Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah, it was amazing. This is my favorite one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it right now. All right. So for this special episode, we watched Friday the 13th, part two. I almost lisped my way through that. Friday the 13th? Oh, jeez. Jesus, Alana. Okay. It was directed by Steve Miner, and it was written by Rob Kurtz, Victor Miller, and Sean S. Cunningham. Nice. I guess he did the characters. Woo! When did, when did you first hear about this movie? Uh, when we watched it two and a half years ago for the first time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was in 1981, so it was literally 10 years before I was born. So I, you know, I, and I never watched the movies before that. So, yeah, but this was, I was saying, this is my favorite Friday the 13th movie. Really? Yeah. I think four is mine. Interesting. I like number four. Yeah. The story is good in number four. Yes. I agree. Where did you first hear about this? This Uh, was before you were born too. Yes. It was way before I was born, but I know when I used to do my... Horror VHS, you know, flip throughs. I yep. come across the Friday Thirteenth, and I look at the back, and you would see Jason with the bag over his head. You had Sandra and some other guy who were shagging. They got the spear through him. Yep. Uh, you saw the head of uh, Pamela. Like oh, yeah. it, it kind of, it kind of, it didn't spoil, but it gave away some points. And you're like, Definitely. oh, what's going on here? That's probably how they sold it too, right? Is yeah. by the the VHS. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took me, oof, when did I first watch this? I was probably a teenager. Hmm. I decided to go through the Friday 13th first time, and I, don't, I think they're on TV too. Definitely. But they're heavily, heavily edited, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, what would you even watch on TV? <laughs> well, there wasn't much swears in this one. That's but just true. the whole that's nudity, that's all. They just right. would cut it all out. Um... Also, though, the, the original film itself had a good bit of, you know, some scenes cut to make it from X to rated R. Right, yeah. One including a full from nudity of a girl who was 16 at the time. Yes. The girl who played Sandra. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, well, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. You know, that's... She's still a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how would she get in there to begin with is... Right? I think the vetting process in the early 80s was a little different than it is now. Yeah. You know? But. She didn't look 16. I'll give her that. She yeah, looked older. Definitely. But she's yeah. 16. And you... I've also uh, heard that argument not hold up in court. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I, um, but, I mean, you know, it's it was a job. And I'm sure she didn't care. You know, she was a teenager. She well, was she like, yeah, was probably one of her, big, her, her first big break. Exactly. And apparently she had, she had no problem showing her body off because... Yeah. She's going to be in a big movie. Exactly. So she's like, And yeah, it was sure. just, you know, when you're in a horror movie in the early 80s, you're basically, and you're, you know, a woman, you're basically going to have to be at some some sort of naked 
some degree or, of or nakedness. Some sort of, yes, some yeah. some scantily clad, exactly. show a little bit of flesh. Don't have to show. Sold. Don't have to show the goods, but yep, show enough. Exactly. Yep. Why they do that? I don't know. That's just how things are, I guess. Yep. Got to get well. that sex appeal. Yep. Exactly. That's what sells, and if you're gonna have a rating, anyways, you may as well get that rating. And there is a bit of of nudity in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. Not, there not was. just topless. There, you get a bit of everything. You get a little bit of full frontal, well, side yep. frontal. Yes, side frontal. Um, Nudity from girls, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Um, yeah, but just the one scene, I think, when the one girl goes swimming, I think that's about it. Yeah. Hey? I think so. Uh, yeah, there's one scene where, I forget her name, is changing. And you see, it's a faraway shot, but she's putting on panties and all that. You don't oh, see yeah. much. Right, 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 but right. Yeah. there's still nudity. Yeah. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this was a, a bit tamer, I think, of the Friday the 13th as well. Hey? A little. Yeah. Um, not as... There's, there's worse ones out there. Yes. Uh, this one, they kind of... Again, they had to edit a lot. This of is also 1981 where the effects look so real that we don't want to... We can't have looked too real. Right. Exactly. Well, okay. <laughs> I thought that the effects in this one were fantastic. I did too. Yeah. I did too. Really good. Um... Like, the bodies, everything, like, even the, like, the head, the, you know, the, yep. the very, you know, everybody knows the head. And even the, the shriveled up body of, what was her name, Alice, Alice or something? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, like, really real looking. It I was. like that. Yeah. Yeah, all the, the, did Tom Savini do the special effects on this one as well? I know he did on the first one. Um, I don't remember how, he worked on a few of them, but I don't remember, he did a spattering of them. I don't remember which one it was. But um, the effects were great in this one as well. Like, especially um, when Mark gets the um, knife in the, in the face, and yes. then when Jason gets the knife in the arm. Yeah, really, really well done with those effects, I thought. Um, and what was the other ones? There was a few. The spear, you don't really see much. No. Which is too bad. I was, like, whenever I see those, I always hope for, like, the Kevin Bacon moment, you know? Yeah, that was that was extended, but they cut it due to... Right, of course. Just because it was too, too much. Because basically, yeah, you see him, like, go to stab them, and then you see the spear underneath the bed, and then that's it. Yeah. We don't see anything else, and then the next time we see them, he's already, dis like, disassembled them, <laughs> basically, and moved them. Yeah, well, he was in bed with the yeah. girl, yeah, and with had the guy kind of choked and hung, hung up, up on the wall. Yeah. So. Yeah, which is, like, which is crazy, but, ugh. Yeah. Blood and guts and gore. Blah. Yeah. Yay. But it's, it's, it's a great effect. Definitely. For definitely. What you see is pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean is, like, if they had to cut that to keep the machete, like, kills in, I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's cool. Like, even, even the machete to the face from Mark. Yes. Um, there was actually a front, like, a front shot of that, not from yes. behind. So, which was good, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely one of my favorite ones for sure. And and before we get into the whole everything else, um, the th running theory with Jason through all the movies is he's a zombie, he's dead, right? 
I like how I was telling you at the beginning of this movie we're watching, I think that Jason didn't drown when he was a child. Right. He lived in the woods by himself, I guess. I don't know why he didn't go to his mom, whatever. Um, and it was alive from two, three, and four. Yeah. Four he dies. And then after he comes back as a, a zombie. But that's, that's how I think it worked out in my head canon. I agree, too. People say that, oh, Jason's a zombie. I'm like, well, he wasn't at first. Right. Because in this, he's quick. He's fast. He's moving around. He's he's new. He's stumbling around. He's missing his his jumps, his attacks. Right. Which I like. It's a he's he's new at this. Yes. Um, That's why I think I like this movie so much. Is he's not like you know the big tough strong gross Jason. Along. Yeah. He's clumsy and he doesn't have the mask yet. Nope. And he's without the mask. Thinish and like, you know, and not quiet and not that sneaky and like uh, it's just good. It's just I think that that's what I love about this movie is just the like almost rawness of it, you know? And especially after coming off of like, you know, the big reveal of Pamela Voorhees actually being the villain in the yes. first one. That was huge. Yes. This one. And I didn't know when we first watched it. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, good. Because when we first watched it, I'm like, oh, haha, Jason, whatever. And then when it's like, what? <laughs> I have honestly almost never been that shocked in a movie. I could not believe it. How did I go all these years of my life not knowing that? But, um, yeah, I just love the change in this movie. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I think and that's why it's my favorite. Um, the uh, the whole Pamela Anderson or Pamela Anderson Pamela <laughs> Voorhees being the uh, the killer um, in the first one was uh, alluded to in Scream no yeah Scream the first Scream where uh, there he, the guys asked her on the phone I think Drew Barrymore who's the uh, who's the killer of Friday the Thirteenth yeah and she oh Jason Jason Voorhees like nope it was his mother and interesting yes it, it's huh. a cool little like you know everyone just because Friday the Thirteenth you think Jason's the killer. Right. And people forget. Yes. Pamela was the killer in the very first movie. Yes. That was such a good one. Yeah. I love the OG Friday the 13th. And it's just, yeah, she, like, obviously nobody talks about her. Because no. somehow I would have heard about that somewhere. And I might have been passing. Because I had seen Scream before I'd seen Friday the 13th. So I must have just glazed over that. Well, exactly. It's just, it's a... Uh... Kind of almost like a throwaway line, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cool. I love these movies. I do too. I, my favorite. Of all the franchises, <coughs> Same. I really do love Friday the 13th the most. Same. 100%. As much as I love Hellraiser, and I do, as much as yep. I love Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. I'm iffy about Halloween. I'm just... Yeah. I don't know. I, it never really got to me. It's not my favorite either, and I just binge-watched all of them. Um, no, not all of them. I think I got up to six. Yeah, I got up to Halloween six, and then the I didn't do curse. H2O. That's the curse, Michael That's Mike? the curse, yeah. And then I didn't get to H2O or the new one. But the new one comes out right away on um, Netflix, so I'll probably watch it. But, um, like, they were fine. But they just, I don't know. Like, they don't have the same magic, I don't think, as Friday the 13th and Nightmare. I think I think I know why people think that Michael has no motive, right? And and I agree, he really doesn't. He's just a, a killer. He was yeah, a child killer. Um, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's that's so great. That's great storytelling." I'm like, no, that's lazy to me. Mm-hmm. My opinion. 
he has no motive. He just kills because he wants to. That's yeah. boring. Yeah. How many? And, and he's the villain every single one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike, he got away. He wants to go kill some more. Who's he killed this time? How's he kill him? Whatever. Yeah. Whereas Jason, he's following. He, I don't know if footsteps, but he's um, not not drawn. He's um, empowered mm-hmm. by his death of his mom, which is also kind of mentioned in this movie yes. when they're at the bar. They're talking about yeah. Jason, the legend of Jason, how uh, he's just this monster who maybe maybe killed killed yeah. Alice. Um, and she's like, you know, he must have been there. He must have been there and saw his mother who loved him and he mm-hmm. loved her, her, oh my God, her, her, um, or saw her being beheaded. Yes. And that would screw him up already. Like he, right. He, he drowned, never found the body. I quotation drowned. Yeah. Uh, didn't find the body. He just kind of swam to shore. Maybe, maybe amnesia. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But he's like, nope, uh, I'm just going to survive on, survive on my own. Right. He um, he he learned everything from his mom. Mm-hmm. Again, it was explained. You know, he was a special boy. I took care of him. Yeah. So he learned how to kind of survive. Mm-hmm. Because he was the camp cook. Yes. Yeah. So he could the cook or the custodian or something. Something like, that, like yeah. that. But he could take you know, from watching her, from her guidance and teaching, he can take care of himself, and he did. He has a little shack. He he hunts all that. He he can set traps. Like yeah. But. It's. It shows how it gives him it gives him a reason, mm-hmm. because he saw his mom get killed by camp counselors. Yep. He's going to just keep killing around the area because. That's what he's been tasked to do. Exactly. So. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I totally agree. I I like that. The thing that bugs me about the Halloween movies is it's kind of um like the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And like the same weapon, the same killing, that kind of stuff. Whereas Friday the 13th and Nightmare, it's like they're doing totally different things, you know, different locations, different, you know, well, yeah. weapons, that kind of stuff. Where exactly. I find Michael is always the same always the same area, the same kills, the same reasons or whatever. You know, they yeah. try to make some sort of a whatever story about it, which is fine. But it's just like it's all it's all the same. And it's just and I don't find the characters as endearing no. as Friday or Nightmare either. No. And I don't know, yeah, I actually of all of them, I actually really liked Season of the Witch, which I didn't think I would like as oh, much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I loved Season of the Witch. I thought it was really, really good. And so, yeah, and it was the only one without Michael, so that's telling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I prefer Friday the 13th yeah. over, over Halloween any day. And it's, 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 they're fun movies. They're great. The kills are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. I agree. And it's got great casts. So good. Should we, we should, talk about the cast? I think we should. Let's do it. <laughs> so, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two stars Amy Steele as Jenny Field. Ooh, yeah, yeah. John Fury as Paul Holt. Holt, yeah, mm-hmm. Paul Holt. Adrian King as Alice Hardy from the first one. Yes. Uh, Steve. Ooh, that's a fun last name. 
<laughs> Gus Gus as Jason Voorhees with the mask or with the, the bag. Yep. And Warrington Gillette as Jason Voorhees unmasked. Right. Uh, Stu Charno as Ted Bowen. Lauren Mayer Taylor. Uh, Lauren Mar- Marie Taylor as Vicky Perry. Marta Cobra as Sandra Deer. Tom McBride as Mark Jarvis. Bill Randolph as Jeff Dunsbury. Kristen Baker as Terry McCarthy. Uh, Russell Todd as Scott Cheney. And Walt Gorney as Crazy Ralph. <laughs> I love Crazy Ralph. He's the best. See, I, I thought he was in more movies. Me too. I didn't think he'd get kicked off this early. I thought it was the third or fourth one that mm-hmm. Jason finally kills him. But You know, and I get him mixed up with the same crazy guy from Poltergeist. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's always a crazy guy, and I like that. <laughs> True. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good cast. There's no Kevin Bacon, but that's okay. That's fine. We'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> Not Kevin Bacon. He dies. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I was going to say, do, do we survive? I don't. <laughs> I feel like if I was in a horror movie, I would not survive. I, oof, I don't know. I think I'd die. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know about you, but I would definitely die. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have the capacity to deal with the serial killer and like you how many like you scare me how many times a day when you come upstairs (laughs) just walking up open door (gasps) (laughs) every time (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) so i would die like immediately like anybody can sneak up on me and i'm terrified like (laughs) like why am i so jumpy like, I can sit through, like, a two-hour movie with people being dismembered, but you yeah. walk up the stairs and it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so jumpy. I know. Stop uh, it. What the heck? <laughs> also, Jeez. I want to say a little uh, little notes here that they're going to have um, Alice Hardy, who was in the first Friday. Yeah. yeah she was going to have a bigger role. Yeah. But... Because of her first role, she had this stalker. Yeah, I was guy. telling you about this in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. And uh, because of all the issues with that, she just wanted to have a short, you know, very small role in yes. and out, gone. Yeah. And um, that's what they did. They yes. had her beginning, and then she died, and they. That, that was, was it. it. Yeah. That was it. Wrote her out. And yeah. apparently, like this, like this stalker guy. Um, it kind of, I don't say it ruined her career, but she was so scared. Yes. She stopped acting. She I've does listened voiceovers, to, yeah. but that's it. I've listened to interviews with her, and she said it, like, it honestly ruined her life because it's so, like, like, it's it's jarring to always have to be looking over your shoulder, especially, like, when you're in a horror movie, like, yeah. and then to have this real-life horrible thing happen. Yeah. Like, ugh, people are whack. That's when you need Jason to go and just, you know, kill this obsessed fan and... Yeah. Put a spear through his head or something. Exactly. <laughs> machete or something. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Get machete. creative. <laughs> yeah. Use, use a use a butane torch and just whoosh, light him up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, should we get into the plot? I think we should. Oh, good. I'm so excited. Okay. So, two months after the murders at Camp Crystal Lake, the first movie, sole survivor Alice Hardy is recovering from her traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. In her apartment, when Alice opens the refrigerator to get her cat some food, she finds a severed head of Pamela Voorhees in her refrigerator and is murdered by an unknown assailant with an ice pick to her temple. Yay! It was a good kill. It was a good kill. Yeah. Uh, more, more trivia here. 
uh, when they did the first take, the prop guy was lazy because the pick was supposed to kind of retract, retract into yes. the handle. It didn't. <gasps> it kind of pierced her head <gasps> in real life. Second take, they got it right, but they had to line up with the hole already in her head. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that would suck. Oh. Yeah. I don't and, love it. No. <laughs> and, and I didn't think that was uh, Pamela Forsey's head. I thought that was uh, her boyfriend from the movie. Mm, yeah. It didn't look like her, but... Right? Yeah. But it is... Yeah. And it, I think that the head looks so much different at the end of the movie then. It does. Also, yeah. This is also five years after that. No, but she was killed three months before. So remember they were talking in the... Because from the fridge incident to the end of the movie, she said, oh, you know, and Alice disappeared three months ago. No, no, no. That was five years ago. Oh, yes, you're right. It was like two months after, after the incident. Yes, yes, you're right. You're yes. right, you're right. Yeah. yeah. God. Months and years. Stupid. Getting them all more, mixed up. More time problems. Stupid time. Stupid time. <laughs> Being all jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> five years later, Paul Holt opens a school for camp counselors on the shore of Crystal Lake. The camp is attended by Sandra Deer, her boyfriend, Jeff Dunsbury, mm -hmm. troublemaker, Scott Cheney, tomboy, Terry McCarthy, wheelchair-bound, Mark Jarvis, sweet-natured Vicky Perry, jokester, Ted Bowen, mm -hmm. and Paul's assistant, Ginny Field, mm -hmm. as well as many other trainees. I don't oh. remember them. I don't remember <laughs> them either. Around the campfire that night, Paul tells the counselors the legend of Jason Voorhees, mm -hmm. a boy who drowned at Camp Crystal Lake in 1957, mm -hmm. prompting his mother to exact revenge on the counselors and commit another series of murders in 1979 to prevent the camp from being reopened until she was killed by the last survivor, Alice. Alice, yeah. However, Jason is rumored to have survived and is now living in the woods near Crystal Lake, killing <laughs> anyone who comes across him to avenge his mother's death. Mm-hmm. So that's a very simple, very, very, very simple reason to why yes. you're doing that. Right. And that's the best way to keep it. Keep it simple. Exactly. Keep it easy. Yep. Makes sense. A hundred percent. After Paul finishes the story, a man with a spear scares everyone, but it's only Ted in the mask. <laughs> yes. Paul reassures everyone that Jason is dead and that Camp Crystal Lake is now condemned and off limits. Yes. Yeah. That night, Crazy Ralph. <laughs> who isn't the first one was wandering a warning you're all doomed yeah you're uh, all gonna die yeah. wanders onto the property to warn the group that but is garroted from behind a tree by an unseen killer yes watching two of the counselors make out yeah they're gonna so there's a little bit of a peeping tom as yeah. well so you know yeah oh ralph you <laughs> peeper oh crazy ralph the following day, Jeff and Sandra sneak off to Camp Crystal Lake and find a dog carcass being before getting caught by Deputy Winslow and returning to the camp. Later, Winslow spots a masked man in a burlap sack running across the road and chases him into the woods. Yeah, and this is like a long chase sequence. This is a very long <laughs> chase sequence. Where he finds a shack before the man kills him with a hammer claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... He runs and stops like, ooh. Yeah. Like, I keep running, no, runs a little more, stops, oof. <laughs> I'll run some more. Like, it's it's kind of a, it's almost a little too much. Like, it's it's cuts, goofy, yeah. They should have cut a bit of that out, but I think it was also to show that he's a ways away. Yes, I was just going to say that he's quite deep in the woods. Yeah. Back at camp, 
Paul offers the others one last night on the town before the training begins. Six stay behind, including Jeff and Sandra, who are forced to stay as punishment for sneaking off. Mm-hmm. At the bar, Jenny muses that if Jason were still alive and had witnessed his mother's death, it may have left him with no distinction between life and death, or right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Which, again, this is great. Yes. This is great storytelling. Yeah, opinion. that was, this exposition that happens at the bar is so fantastic. It really is. Yeah. Paul dismisses the idea, proclaiming that Jason is nothing but an urban legend. Meanwhile, the assailant appears at the camp and kills the counselors one by one. Mm-hmm. Scott has his throat slit by a machete while caught in a rope trap. Mm-hmm. After he stole Terry's clothes yes. and kind of was, he's been flirting and trying to get into her all film. Yes, and, and she she's just not none. interested. No. Yeah, she just likes to like be by herself and her dog. Yeah. And he's like not having it. <laughs> yeah. And she you knows she's fit. She one goes way for or runs. another. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Terry is killed off screen upon finding his dead body. Yeah, we yes. don't see her death. No, we don't. We just see her dead body afterwards. Yeah. Mark gets uh, a machete slammed into his face and falls down a flight of stairs in his wheelchair, which is a great scene. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the killer then moves upstairs and impales Jeff and Sandra with a spear as they have sex. Yes. And then stabs Vicky with a kitchen knife, which is... I don't know. That's kind of this. Is, that was the more cringy death, I think. Vicky's just because she was in the room. Yep. And Jason slowly came toward her, very Halloween-like. Yes. With the knife and stabbed her down. You know, down. She's like, "Oh, you got me. <laughs> I'm dead." Ow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a, she got the lamest death. I yes. Think. Um, and she was such a cool character. Yeah, like she was all getting set to uh, hook up with Mark, with Mark and yeah. she was changed into nice, I guess, sexy panties, and yeah. she was per- spraying some perfume all over her and mm-hmm. in the panties. <laughs> um, it was goofy. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. I almost wish he would have killed her at the car when she was looking for a hairbrush. Yeah. That would have been better, I think. Slam, you know? Like slam her head, like the door exactly. in her head or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Later, Jenny and Paul return to find the place in disarray. In the dark, the killer ambushes Paul and continues to chase Jenny throughout the camp and into the woods, where mm-hmm. he comes across the shack. And it's not like, because he chases her, and she would hide, or she would do something to try and knock him down. Mm-hmm. Like she, she fought very well. Yes. And it also shows that Jason wasn't his impervious tank thing yet. Self, yes. Yes. Like he was missing with uh, with the attacks, and he would slip and fall. She kicked him in the groin, and he was hurt from that. Yes, like it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. really good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of good watching him scuffle almost. Yes, like even with Paul, like when he kind of I was know, just struggles say, with Paul. Um, like he he doesn't you know just immediately him. overpower him. No, it's a struggle. He yes. knocks him down, and kind of I don't know he. Just knocked him out or something, but he he won the fight. Yes. But still, it's it was not like a grab him, choke him out, and just squeeze his head off. Yes, or which punch, is nice. Or punch his head off. Yeah. Like in uh, <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh my god, I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch them all now. 
Well, long to run uh, Amazon. Uh, where she comes across the shack. After barricading herself inside, she finds an altar with Pamela Voorhees' severed head on it. Yes. Surrounded by a pile of bodies. That was the um, that was Vicky, the sheriff, and Alice from yes. five years ago. Yes, exactly. With the ice pick still on her head. It's still in her head, yeah. Which is great continuity in this movie. Yes. <laughs> Realizing that Jason Voorhees is the killer, Jenny puts on Pamela's sweater and tries to psychologically convince Jason that she is his mother. Mm-hmm. The ruse works for a time until Jason sees his mother's head on the altar and resumes his attack on Jenny. Yes. Paul appears and attacks Jason, but he is quickly overwhelmed. Just as Jason is about to kill Paul with a pickaxe, Jenny picks up the machete and slams it down onto Jason's shoulder, seemingly killing him. Yes. Now, with her putting on the sweater, mm-hmm. you can do that in the uh, Friday the 13th game. Yes! Because always on the map, there's the, the camp and there's Jason's cabin. Mm-hmm. And if you can find the cabin, which always moves around the map, Interesting. You can put on the, the, the sweater and that kind of stuns him so you can get away. Oh. Or use it to kill him after you complete some uh, objectives. Sure. Interesting. It's a, cool, it's, it's a cool little mechanic in the game. Huh. Paul and Jenny return to the cabin and hear someone outside. Thinking that Jason has followed them, they open the door only to find Terry's dog Muffin. Yay! Just as they sign relief, an unmasked Jason bursts through the window from behind and grabs Jenny. Mm-hmm. She then awakens to find, to, to awakens to being loaded into an ambulance, and calls out for Paul, who is nowhere to be seen, leaving his fate ambiguous. Back in the shack, Pamela Voorhees' head remains on the altar, with the Jason nowhere to be found. Yes. The end. Yes. This is a good Wikipedia because it, it gives you the basis, but it keeps the details pretty... Pretty chill, yeah. Yes, so if you want to see more of it, watch the fucking movie. Yeah, because there's a <laughs> lot of in-betweens yes. about them, like, playing games and at the bar and, you know, like, yeah. driving and around and the, the <laughs> shenanigans that Ted gets them into yes. and stuff, you yeah. know? Like, it's there's a lot more to it, but that's a, a really and good, I, like, I don't want to... You know, basically, word for word, tell the entire movie. That's exactly not what I want to do. I nope. want to give you the basis. We can talk about some of the better scenes, and go from there. Exactly. And and like at the um, so at the end when he jumps through the glass, I guess they say in the sequel they kind of say that never happened. That was in her imagination. Right. But yeah, because I you, was asking you, while we were wrapping up, I was like, like they just jumped. Yeah, they did. From, like, her getting attacked to her in the back of an ambulance. Like, so, like, why and how? Oh, and and also, happens? after Jason gets the machete through the shoulder, um, she, Jenny uh, takes the bag off and she yes. like, coils in horror. Um, Which, like, rude. <laughs> yeah, come on. And, no and you see he's after upset. he's got, you see why? He's got kind of half his face is kind of melty and yucky and disfigured. It looks like, like the lake scene and the one before, you know, where the, he's kind of disfigured yes. on the one side. Yeah. 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 Which like, obviously they would use the same sort of model, but, um, kind of like, uh, the guy from the Goonies almost. Yes. Chunk. Yeah. Chunk. No. Nope. nope. Chunk is the, the, that's the right. Friend. Um, Lars, Lars, Lars. I don't remember. I forget. I forget too. I have to watch Goonies now. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Speaking of Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> True. Good point. Good yeah. point. 
Yes. But, um, um, yeah, it was good. It was, I love this movie, obviously. This is definitely one of my favorite Friday the 13th. One of my favorite horror movies. I love it. I do, too. This is a really good movie. It's a great sequel. Yes. Although some people didn't like it because, I don't know, reasons. Um, <laughs> Very convincing points. I know. I don't, I don't understand why. What's, what's so bad about this movie? It's not that bad. I don't think it is either. I mean, compared to sequels of other movies, I think that this one is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's five years after, but the next one, the next two, three, and four all happen like days apart from each other. Yes, exactly. So, like, it's... Yeah, I I just thought that like the characters were really good in this one, um, like the storylines made sense, what they were doing made sense, like yeah. I don't know, a camp for camp counselors is kind of a stretch, but you well, got to stretch a bit, you know. Uh, yes and no, it makes sense, you know. Yeah. You got to learn somehow and have a camp for right. counselors, and that's a big thing in the uh, area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how would you rate this movie, Alana? Well, this is, like, one of my favorite horror movies, so I'm biased to begin with, but I would give it, like, a four. I just think, like, it's such a good, solid horror movie, and, like, like you know, it doesn't rely on as much as other movies on nudity. There's no swearing, you know, the... Um, even the gore isn't as intense as other no, movies. No. And I just think that, like, you can really tell that it's still a good movie because it doesn't rely on that. And that's why I love it so much. And I love the character of Ginny. I think she's just fantastic. Like, she I really is. like her. And I like how she uses, um, like, psychological um, yes. more than, like, just going after him. Yeah, like, when she like she puts on, because, she, yeah, she's, like, she's a psychologist or something, puts on a sweater and yep. imitates Pamela. Yes. And, and it works. Yes. It really does. And shows that, you know, Jason is so... Uh, like broken. Yes. 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 And like obviously not okay. Like he's yeah. you know a deranged serial killer, but that she used tried that at least instead. And I mean she was gonna kill him, using it, but it was so different. Yep. It really was. Oh, oh my god! Recording at night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired too. But, oh my um, gosh. I I agree. I go you know, four. It's a good number. I give it right? a four too. Yeah. It's it's got the great great soundtrack. You know, it's great um, tense sounds. Oh. Uh, jump scare got both of us. Both of us, and yes. we've seen this more than once. I know. I forgot <laughs> what was happening. I'm like, oh geez, that jumped out of nowhere. What the heck? Yeah, and that's when I know that a sound is good because the whole movie is almost jarring with like it's always like the hey, yeah, like the whole time. The whole movie, and it's like... You get a couple slow motion parts, but that's yes. just to add to the, uh, yes. to the atmosphere. So the whole movie, you're kind of on edge. And then as she's running away from Jason after he gets in a scuffle with Paul, she's holding the door shut and just kind of holding it, and it's silent. Yeah. Like, the, the movie's silent, everything's silent. And then she goes to kind of slowly reach for the window, and Jason's arm just comes crashing through. And we both jumped a little. Yeah, because I, I forgot. I thought he was going through the door. Yes. Cause uh, he, that's, and that's, again, great storytelling, great cinematography. Yes. Great plot. She's holding the door. She sees a window. This is a way out. Yep. But if I let go of the door, he could get me. Yep. Do I, what do I risk? And she goes to the window and he crashes the window. And you think, oh shit, what the fuck? Yes. Jason, he's going to get me. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> oh, Jason. 
No, this is, this is a great. This is a good horror movie. It's a great horror movie. Yes. A great sequel. Such a good sequel. Yeah, I don't understand why I get so much no. hate. Honestly. No, do I. I really don't. Oh, because he doesn't have the mask yet. Oh, fuck off. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. Like. Let's be serious. Like it's. That's great. <laughs> Everybody who hates this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You're entitled to your own opinion. It's that just not as good as mine. <laughs> Whoa. Sass. Yeah, I'm sassy so tonight. Sass. Oh. Watch out. <laughs> I guess 9.30 p.m. is when I get sassy. Sass, sass, sass. Oh, my God. What about the Ichabod kill the flick? There's a few oh, to yes. go through. Yes. Uh, yeah, we went through a few of them. But um, she agreed with you and said that the kill of the flick has to be Mark. Yeah, it's to the face. such a good, yeah. And I actually forgot how graphic it was. Yeah, I, I did too. I was I got two and three mixed up. I thought that was, he was with number three with yes. the uh, um, bow and arrow or the, the oh harpoon gun. Oh my God, gun. yes. But uh, no, that's number three I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he gets a machete to the face. And it's a good effect, and he then kind of rolls backwards down the stairs. Yes. And down a shit ton more stairs. Yes. <laughs> and it's a great shot because he doesn't tip over, doesn't fall back, must took a couple tries. Right. But he just kind of rolled back, 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 and that was it. Yes. Um, a close second would have to be Sandra and her, I forget his name, her boyfriend. Wasn't it Jeff? Sure. Um, <laughs> getting stabbed while... Yes. On top of each other in the bed. Yep. Definitely, yeah. If, if they didn't cut that out and have it the full death, that would be the kill of the fleck. That but would be so good. But because you don't... And, and it's a close second. Yeah, I agree. You got uh, Jeff on top and she's, you know, he's his head is to her right side. Yep. She kind of can see it's coming. Yes. And she reacts perfectly like, oh, and then down and you can see though that goes through the bottom of the bed and exactly I'm like that's a cool scene it is it's really good it is a good kill yeah like i wish that we saw more yeah. of it but and and on the back cover of the vhs there is a picture of them impaled of, of them impaled oh. and if they kept it because it shows her look her look of shock and disbelief yeah that would have been great that would have been fantastic but alas they didn't Here stupid censors they can go Fuck themselves. Yeah, anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> so I guess. And I, so yeah. So I guess uh, that was part that was two. Part two. And uh, we'll see you again next Friday thirteenth. On in for, August, I guess. August. Oh away, my god, <laughs> so far away. I know. I thought that there was more in twenty twenty one, but you know, twenty twenty has been such a mess. It's like maybe it's good that we don't have a Friday the thirteenth till. August. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the rest of today goes. Right. The, the 2020, Friday 13th, this could be bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, we'll check in with you next Friday the 13th. And, yeah, we'll uh, see how it goes. Give, give you an update. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. 
We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye! See ya.